This Mother's Day, celebrate the extraordinary women in your life with a heartfelt gift from Blue Nile. Whether it's for your mom, a mother figure, or yourself as a mom, find that perfect piece to express your love and appreciation. Explore Blue Nile's exquisite pearls and mesmerizing gemstones that she's sure to love. Enjoy fast shipping options like guaranteed free shipping and returns. Make this Mother's Day unforgettable with a piece from Blue Nile. Right now, get up to 50% off at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, bet you get 20, 20, 20, bet you get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. As we've been reporting all week, Fina Gale councillor Karen Coakley resigned from the party at last Monday's Cork Southwest constituency AGM in Damanwe. Karen alleged bullying and intimidation by party members in the run-up to the last general election when she was the running mate of Senator Tim Lombard. Neither of them, of course, secured a seat. Senator Tim Lombard joins me this morning. Good morning to you, Tim. Good morning. And uh, thank you for joining us on this. Now, Karen has declined our invitation to speak on the programme. She said she needs time uh, to uh, herself. Did her resignation come as a shock to you personally? Absolutely, without a shadow of a doubt. Um, even though I've spoken to Karen on maybe a weekly basis, and I knew she was really unhappy with what happened in the general election. I knew she was really unhappy with the actual process that was put in place to try and get a resolution to it. I wasn't expecting Karen Coffey to make an announcement on that night. Um, and it did come to a deep shock to me. And look, back by it, I was taken back by her really passionate, wonderful speech she made on that night. And like, you know, sections of the, of the audience, which were a bunch of people who were give her standing ovation, you know, so it just showed you the level of support that she had within the membership as well. But, um, yeah, I was totally taken back by the actual information on the night. OK, go back then to the election of 2020. Were you aware of the alleged intimidation that Karen was experiencing? I suppose the election 2020 was a really unusual affair. Um, look, it all kind of kicked off in probably September 2019 when Jim Daly out of nowhere announced his resignation from politics five months before the general election which changed the landscape of our ticket so we had to appoint a new person to the ticket something similar happened in 2011 when Kevin Murphy was added with Noel Harrington and Jim Daly um, we went through a uh, process and the national executive pitched Karen Coakley and Karen Coakley was added to the Fine Gael ticket there was subsequently a petition put in place and that petition landed in Dublin in January and literally a few days later, we had a scenario that the general election was called. So the election was called on the 14th of January. And I was very much aware during that election campaign that there was huge issues in the West, in particular regarding the support that Karen Coakley was getting. So much so that I had sent people down from Ben from Bandon, 
from Aliol down to places like West Cawthorn, Scullin, Skibbereen, that you help our canvas, which was an unusual event to say the very least, that our running mate would send people from the east down west to give her Like, hand. you had a very good working relationship with her because not sometimes running mates don't always get on. We've seen that certainly in other constituencies here in Cork with other parties where you can have two candidates who don't even speak to each other. That wasn't the case with you and Karen. Oh, absolutely not. And look, that night when I failed to get elected at all, Karen Coakley stood me with me till four o'clock in the morning with my family while there was very few around me. So, like, Karen Coakley has been nothing more than a lady to me and my family over the last three or four years. And that's why I'm so upset. And that's why I'm deeply disappointed that we have a scenario that Karen Coakley is the second female female councillor to leave the party in the last eight or nine months. And I think she's an awful lot to the party, to the organisation. And I'm delighted that she's staying in the council, but she is an awful lot to the Fine Gael organisation. And I think we have to learn from this. I think we really do, and we have to do more to learn. We have to act about it. I've spoken to Leo's office. Leo's actually away to next weekend. I hope to see him next weekend. I've spoken to Chairman of Parliamentary Party. I've spoken to Simon Harris, who's there. He had been, and was totally taken back by it. But even the leader, the Shannon, uh, Regina Doherty, raised at the Parliamentary Party meeting yesterday, or sorry, on Wednesday, about this issue. And, like, we cannot afford to have a scenario where we're losing people of disability because we failed to put a process in place that has delivered a suitable outcome for Karen Coke. No, and, and it was it wasn't that some didn't want her on the ticket. The push was to add a third member, that person being the former councillor, uh, Noel O'Donovan. But surely having three on the ticket would only have diluted the vote further. Yeah, look, we all know that Fine Gael were, you know, in government for over 10 years at that stage. The polls weren't great. We had a scenario that the more candidates you go, and particularly in a three-seater, trying to keep that vote together was going to be harder. Uh, traditionally, it's very rare you'd run three candidates in a three-seater. The last time we did that, we were at 40, 44, 45% in the polls. We were half of that regarding this, uh, this time round, or even less, actually, when it came to polling day. So running three candidates would have been a suicide kind of policy in so many ways because the actual vote percentage wasn't there. I think the majority of people were aware of that. Um, so it was about trying to add a third candidate or trying to move Karen or not too sure exactly what they're trying to do. But the chaos and the actual ill will that was caused by that, you know, the legacy was we failed to gain a seat by less than 1%, just just over 500 votes. But whatever about that, the real issue here is that we've lost two really, really good girls, uh, females. Like Karen Coakley's a pure lady. Right? Katie Murphy was another really good, potentially wonderful candidate with great history behind her. And she's and, K- K- Katie Murphy, who was cited by Karen in her speech, uh, has left for similar reasons. Uh, and she's backed up what Karen has said. Yeah, and I think, you know, anyone who had any doubt regarding any of these issues when Katie Murphy broke her silence would show that there, you know, there is significant issues because not alone did one councillor and claim there's issues, but a former councillor came back from a retirement to actually, you know, collaborate the actual story itself. And look, there's an old responsibility on me as a Rockless member that I have not in the constituency to actually get to the bottom of this, and I'm deeply concerned that as an organisation that has over a thousand members in West Cork that were all, you know, affected by this. And I think that's why I'm talking to you this morning, that's why I'm talking to the press, that's why I'm out meeting 
people to say there's no place in our party for these bullies. If you're a bully and if you're bullying people like this, there is no place in Fine Gael. And Fine Gael HQ has to root out these people and expel them for life. Yeah, because according to newspaper reports, Karen raised her concerns with party uh, headquarters. I mean, do Party HQ have to answer on this and as to why her concerns weren't dealt with? I mean, we're two years past the election. So, it, you know, it's not that she jumped ship straight away. She was obviously trying to have her concerns heard. And look, I think Karen will talk to you in due course about the process she went through and who she engaged with. And I think, you know, that's a conversation that Karen will have with you really capably and honestly. But like for me, it's about how the party dealt with it. And whatever the outcome was, the actual realisation is now that nine months later we're down to down to councillors. I think that is a really poor reflection of how we actually managed this actual issue itself. And I'm deeply concerned by that. I really am, you know, because personally, Carol's a really good friend of mine. And I just think to have her actually out of Fine Gael now, like she's a former town councillor, former mayor, Skibbereen, like she's done it all over the years. And now she's out of the actual park circle itself. Is a unfortunately damning reflection on how we actually managed it. Morris is saying everybody involved in this should be ashamed of themselves in Cork South West. There was always two seats for Fine Gael. He cites and remembers Jim O'Keefe and the late Paddy Sheehan. Uh, Michael Collins must be spinning in his uh, grave. And the fact... uh, Tim, that both are females. I mean, I was only reading in the papers today and I know we're hoping to do something next week with the National Women's uh, Council. They've come out with a really piece of compelling research which is showing that a number of female councillors are saying that they won't run in local elections in two years' time. Now, this is due to online abuse. I mean, we really need to need to work on what is going on in Irish politics today because stories like this will only turn off females from entering politics. I think Simon Harris in my office on one that point before I went down to the AGM and he met um, two ladies that one came in to meet him one works in my office and he asked him would you get involved in politics and, he, and both of them without any prompt said oh god no and the real issue here in politics is um, women are kind of in the back room and they're very much involved but they don't want to go to the front because they don't want to take the abuse and the abuse is horrendous at times and that is a real problem of how we're going to and I don't have the answers here but we have to find a mechanism that we can actually have people move away from the abuse that politicians and particularly female get like we saw the issue that the Fianna Gael and the Fianna Fáil uh, parliamentary party thinking there was a piece in one of the papers about what the female uh, TDs were wearing like that kind of crack is totally mm-hmm. it's like a different age it's, pre- it's, pre- it's prehistoric would you dissuade if you had a female family member who came to you and said thinking of entering politics would you would you turn them off I have two daughters one's 10 one's 11 I'd be horrified if they entered the game do you know and I really would that's, that's quite a statement in itself Tim yeah and I think you know and I've been involved in this as you know since 2003 and what nearly 20 years in it and I love my job and I just think in the last few years, it's turned into a cesspit in so many ways. And what I've seen now, in particular this week alone, has been just appalling. Like you know, and like I was sitting on the stage watching Karen Coakley make her speech. I was the air went out of the room when she actually made a statement. Do you know? Mm. And it just shows you what a powerful speech it was, but what a powerful character she is. You know. But um, no, I'd be horrified if Ellen and Cora came to me in a few years' time and think, Dad, what do you think? And don't get me wrong, 
my wife would say to you straight away, like, you know, this is a real personal game. You know, you're always on public display to some degree. But um, I'd be horrified if the girls were actually to get involved, you know. Listen, I have watched politicians for the 32 years that I'm doing this job and I've engaged with the likes of yourself and other politicians and I've said it on many occasions for all the tea in China I wouldn't do the job that you're doing because it really can be thankless at times. But listen, we thank you and really appreciate you taking time out uh, to talk to us on the programme today, Tim. Thanks for that and have a nice weekend. Thanks a million. Bye-bye. That is Fine Gael Senator for West Cork, Tim Lombard. A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare tri-term medical plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare tri-term medical plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.